Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The compost garbage bin is so full, I can't physically move it for pickup. So maybe it will sit there for all eternity. Sounds smelly. There was ash falling out of the sky this morning. I thought it was safe up here, but no, no one is safe. No one's safe in Cali. Speaking of Cali, got stuck behind a couple cow fire trucks yesterday and they were like, well, you aren't moving, girlfriend. So what am I going to do? Argue with firefighters? No, but were they cute? No, they were not. Oh, how I miss nightlife. But I drove after dark for the first time in six months, and it felt strange. I know the feeling. Have such a good day. Hello, friends and comrades, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. The place where we unpack the absurdity of everyday adult life for your entertainment. And boy, we hope you're entertained. (laughs) Are you not entertained? Let us know. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And we're so happy to have you. Yeah, we really are. We really are. We, uh, we'll, we'll get to it in a few, but thanks to everybody who's a new patron and folks who are discovering us for the first time. Extra special thanks to everybody who's been with us from the beginning. And no thanks to people who have dropped off along the way. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you're not listening anyways. It doesn't matter. But, uh, but uh, no, it's, it's, we, Heather and I are on a roll. We're, we're, we're getting in a good groove doing this remote thing that we call life. We're getting groovy. Yeah. And it, it's working out pretty well. And pretty we hope that, yeah, I mean, again, feedback always appreciated. I have such a good day.com, but hope you're, hope you're, hope you're doing well. And we're glad to have you for episode 65. Yeah. We hope you're all hanging in there or maybe you're doing great. I mean, maybe you're doing extra awesome. We're, we're going to get into some stuff today that I think you'll be able to relate to. So yeah, for sure. why don't we, why don't you kick us off, Sarah? How's your week been? My week's been good. I am. Um, You know, on our last episode, I had just come off a pretty insane week of fire evacuation and living at my mom's, which is a very comfortable place to live. But, you know, everybody needs their space and, you know, just kind of like worried about my animals and our routines being off. And so we're we're kind of back in biz and it's been great. The air quality was pretty terrible um, over the weekend. It, it kind of was okay by the time my evacuation lifted, meaning I was allowed to come back 
And there was still a lot of like, yeah, but don't get too comfortable. And I was like, fuck that, I'm going home. I want to <laughs> sleep in my own bed, you know? And uh, it was pretty bad over the weekend. It To the point where I was like, I know I want to be here and everything, but like, should I maybe be wearing a mask indoors with the windows closed? <gasps> it, Seriously? It was pretty bad, yeah. And, you know, I kind of, kind of headachey. Like you just feel really shitty when you have that, that kind of air quality. And I was a little like, okay, this, you know, we're going to have to rethink this because I got to work and, you know, there's all sorts of Shit. things that I got to do during the week. I can't just sit there being like, I don't feel well. So it did get better and it is better now. It's kind of, um, I don't know what the weather's like in your nook of the woods has, but it's, uh, you know, we had this horrible heat spell that I just did not enjoy. And then it's kind of been, after all the fire action, it's kind of been sort of foggy and maybe high of 75 during the day, but nothing crazy. I mean, it's it's my ideal, it's my ideal weather. No, no, no. It's mine. <laughs> my, I like 75, Sarah. 75 is my number. No, it's, it's actually been, um, it's been like chillier this week. Uh, I'm not sure how happy I am about that uh, because we had such a great spell of warm, like warmish, like low 70s mm. weather. And now it's been kind of more cloudy. I mean, we've had good, like some sun in the afternoon. But I'm just, I'm like kind of nervous about it getting like really cold up here. Um, and it's been chilly in the morning, but we have, we did have a few days of some ash coming out of the sky. My car was covered in ash and I was like, where is this coming from? And, you know, obviously it wouldn't be coming from down by you. It's a little too far, but there's, there's actually some new fires to the east of us. And it's interesting because we're on the coast. So you would think that the air there usually goes from the coast inland uh, pushes, you know, from the coast, but it was doing the opposite. We had like a weird, we had kind of like a Santa Ana wind type thing the other day. I actually kind of liked it. It was this warm kind of dry tropical wind that kind of swept through, but it, you know, it brought, it brought some bad air. It wasn't too bad though. It wasn't like awful. I just noticed some ash Yeah, and the, the sun was kind of red, but <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, welcome to the apocalypse. It's funny. It's, you know, my mom and I were joking, like, you know, the sunsets are so pretty, but it's just yeah. gross. It, you know, you know, it's not for a good reason. Anyway, well, that's so, LA is always beautiful. The sunsets are always beautiful in LA so. and that's because of the smog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it, it makes is. it a beautiful crimson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, um, I did, I, you know, I have some neighbors around me that, you know, we, we sort of band together. We're all kind of being real weird people and they know where I live and I know where they live and I walk my dog around a lot. So I kind of know everybody around. I mean, there's some yeah. sort of like vacationers that I don't really know, but I know all the people who live here full time as, mm -hmm. as I do because uh, I live in kind of a vacation kind of place. And um, I, you know, once the, because, because of the air quality, I've kind of been walking my dog or just walking myself just early before it gets hot and then late after some, the sun goes down just to kind of I don't know like I feel like I'm it's a little bit better type thing mm -hmm. whether or not that's true hard to say but I will say and I I I think I've alluded to this before on the show there are some sketchy neighbors around here and they I don't even necessarily dislike these people but they're sketchy uh so for example the other night I had 
I was doing a bunch of work, you know, and Otis had gone out in the morning and, and you know, because dogs have to do their business. And I kind of looked at the clock and I was like, oh, sh- he has to go out. I got to walk him like right now. It's like 10 p.m. Uh, it's really like dark now. And like we don't mm-hmm. have street lamps. There's no sidewalks like you got to just like fend for yourself out there. And so, you know, but I'm like, okay, we have our little circle that we do, you know, where it's like just enough for him to, you know, get a little exercise before bed. And so we were doing that. And the, um, the mini mart that's nearest me at this point of the night was closed. And I've noticed that like, there's something going on behind that mart where people are like in cars and like other people are kind of like loitering around those cars and the market isn't open. And there's nothing else around that you would possibly need to buy or be able to. And so it's like, there's some, there's some deals happening. I don't know what it is, but it's like, there's just, there just is. And you can kind of, you know, you can just kind of smell it where you're like, I know this is shady. Yeah. A little <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and, but the other night, because I was kind of like, I took him out in a hurry. I, I usually put on like walking shoes and I just stupidly was wearing my flip flops and that's not a big deal but in the dark where i live like with potholes and stuff bad idea like you have to see where you're going or you're going to trip and you're going to break your ankle uh it's happened before i haven't broken my ankle but i've definitely been like oh those these are terrible terrible footwear for complete darkness like i need like a headlamp i was just going to suggest sarah maybe you should invest in a headlamp i should well so what i do is i use my iphone flashlight and that helps a little bit. It helps. Like, you have to hold it. You have to like a headlamp. You wouldn't have to do anything. You have to hold it, and it also doesn't work that well. It like mm-hmm. you can see like a couple feet in front of you. And you would look so cute with a little headlamp. Oh, on. thank you. Nerdy but cute. So anyway, I had um, I went past these weird people who were just doing whatever they're doing. You know, like don't have to get into it, but I have my theories. And, <laughs> you know, we kind of oh, so they had a dog. And they could see us coming and so they kind of you know they they pull the dog back and i sort of say hello politely and they say hello and kind of look at me weird like what's she doing just like she's just like walking in the dark out of nowhere why is she wearing flip-flops right like i probably <laughs> seemed a little strange like a ghost you know and uh and i'd never seen them before so they either who knows who knows who they are but mm-hmm. so i go around the corner and i've got like probably about three more blocks of a straight line to get back to my house from there. It's not super Mm -hmm. far, but as soon as I go around the corner, you know, Otis has to do some business. So I'm sort of standing there for a minute, you know, like waiting Mm -hmm. for him. So I'm not really that far. And the car that these people were in comes around the corner and kind of starts following me. And I'm like, I'm like, maybe they don't know where they are you know, what, what are they doing? And they go down to kind of where I live, which is the end of those three blocks and turn around and come back really slowly. And there's like headlights, right? You know, it's pitch black. And I'm like, the hell is happening right now? Like, are you trying to like find out where I live or something? Like I was really weirded out. Nothing happened. And this was again, a few days ago, nothing's happened since. So I'm just going to go ahead and call it weird. And, and that's that. But sometimes neighbors act so weird. Yeah. I mean, because I think they're in their comfort zone and so they just kind of let it all hang out, but you're lucky you have a big dog next to you. I think that's your saving grace. 
it's really true. I mean, no one knows that Otis would just like lick them to death. <laughs> I'm not sure he knows how to fight, you know, yeah. if pressed. But I do think that there are, I, re- I remember back in LA, before I got Otis, uh, I lived in Venice, um, which is for the most part, you know, it's a pleasant place to live, but there was definitely some riffraff and you knew how to avoid it, but sometimes you couldn't. And there were times where I'd be like, I don't want to be alone right now. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't like the, what I'm feeling, you know, cause I'm a tiny little lady, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. And with a dog, people F with you way less. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so there you go. You know, it's funny. I, you've explained so many little like areas around where you live. You know, I haven't seen your place yet, but I have this whole imagination about like where the corner store is, like what your place looks like. Well, I've seen some pictures, but like from the outside and like every, how everything is like situated, where the trees are. And so it'll be fun to finally see it because I, I feel like I've created this visual that's probably totally wrong. Well, it, and, and it probably is just because it's a very unique place. Like who could even imagine? But, um, but yes, I look forward to hosting you very soon. Yeah. But enough about me. How was your week? My week has been relatively okay considering we actually went out to dinner a couple times uh this last weekend which was kind of fun and different because i haven't actually dined uh at a restaurant um like this like a kind of a, a more upscale restaurant and it just happened to be that we went to one restaurant on friday and then a different one on saturday uh with different people and uh and it was an interesting experience, especially the one on Saturday night. You know, of course, going out to eat is going to have caveats, especially right now. Um, you know, everything felt pretty COVID normal at first. You know, you've got like a makeshift, like, but kind of nice outdoor patio. And then, you know, you've got like the fresh flowers and you have like a separate, you know, patron bathroom. You've got the employee bathroom now. And I mean, stuff that you would expect, face masks, you know, hand sanitizer, the usual suspect. Standard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Standard stuff. You know, there were, it, it was sweet. They had like name tags on the tables. The tables were socially distanced. You know, you, I think we were at least eight feet from each other. But what was really weird, and I didn't expect this, well, first of all, we were urged to order two days in advance, which I thought was a lot. Like I would think that maybe a day in advance would be enough. But what if what I ordered two days prior, I didn't want to eat when I got there two days later, you know? You're going to a restaurant, you're paying them. You kind of, that's part of the fun is ordering when you feel like it. Exactly. And what, what you, what you feel like eating at the time. And here's the weirdest part. So I, I, this is, was very unexpected. So we're waiting for, so we pre-ordered everything. Um, and the waitress kind of like came out, like ushered us out, but kept her distance. She had a mask on huge mask on. Um, but the waitress would not come closer than eight feet to our table. So she's in the middle of this patio where there's like five tables like surrounding her that she's dealing with, you know, it's like one waitress and she's kind of yelling at us from across, you know, the, the patio to see if we're enjoying our meal, you know? And then the weirdest part is that we had to pick up our orders from a separate table that was about 10 feet away from our table. So every order that came in that was ready would, she would bring out, put on, the other table 
and then oh, say she wasn't getting so close that she put it on your table. Exactly. And there was like half of our table was empty. I mean, it was four people on a huge kind of makeshift, like 10 person table. So we had plenty of space for her to kind of walk up and put it there. But yeah, so like she called our name out. Um, Nina is my stepmom. So they called her name and we had to get up, pick up our apps, sit back down and eat them. When the entrees came, one of us had to get up and get those and then dessert and check, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, is that she would come and drop our, our stuff off with no gloves. You know, she touched the plate, all good. Um, but then I'm picking up the plate where she touched it and I'm bringing the plate over to our table. So to me, yeah. it felt like it probably would have been safer if she just put the plate on our table. That way I didn't really have to touch the plate. Um, and it just, it felt like overkill to me. And I know right, that- right. I know that it is probably because the wait staff isn't feeling comfortable. Um, I think that's where that comes from. Uh, but it just really, I mean, the fact that it was a fancy restaurant and, you, you know, you can't even hobnob with your wait, waiter. Like, you know, it's like my dad's always joking with them and they open your wine right there and they let you taste it. You miss yeah. out on so many little nuances when you go to a nice meal and you have so many caveats. Like, it's just... It's created such a different experience. And, you know, I also noticed that these places are are scrambling to make an outdoor experience because of this. And so they've bought like, you know, whatever tables and chairs they could find, I guess, on sale. I don't know. And all these places have these metal chairs that are, you know, totally uncomfortable and freezing cold. And you're like sitting outside and, you know, you're, you're wearing a jacket because it's actually not that warm at six o'clock at night. It's just, it's an interesting experience. Um, I don't know. I, I, I gotta say I miss, I miss eating out real bad, but it's, it's just not the same. It's not the same times 10. I have gone to exactly two restaurants since COVID, you know, hit us all. Let's uh -huh. call it March 1st, right? Yeah. That's kind of when it all started to become real twice, two restaurants. I've done, um, order for pickup plenty of times. I've had a lot of stuff delivered, but um, I've sat down with a friend two times. And the first time it was, it wasn't like what you're describing. It was an outdoor area. It was mm -hmm. a place I've never been. They actually had a really cool outdoor area that it would be cool anytime. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, all the wait staff had masks. We were required to wear masks until we sat down and then we weren't because we were placed far enough away from other patrons. Um, but no, no one was like, I mean, they were coming right up to the table and being like, hi, are you ready to order kind of thing? And, you know, we, we put down a glass of wine or water or whatever, you know, and it was, you know, I remember thinking, you know, and like we had like tons of hand sanitizer, right? Because just like, why not? Like, why not just do that? Like, that makes more sense to me than disrupting. Again, like you said, it was a fancy restaurant and like, you know, we should all be so lucky to go to a fancy restaurant. But when you do, you kind of expect like this, like, really fun atmosphere. Yeah, yeah and, and you're still paying just, the same price. Right, and they're obviously doing what they think is the most respectable and safe way to go forward. Of course. But there's only so much disruption where you're just like, I just wouldn't want to do this again. It felt a little over the top. I thought that one part where I just didn't feel like putting, having this extra table to put everybody's orders just felt so removed, like, to the point where 
Yeah. To me, it, you've got a mask on. It just didn't seem necessary. But obviously, I, I want – and if anyone feels uncomfortable, do what you need to do. I just – the restaurant we went to on Friday was very different. It was like what you just said. We sat outside on metal chairs, you know, but we did have the waitress come and chat with us with a mask on. It felt m- way more normal. Um, and yeah. I, I thought that was fine. Um, but yeah, this was like, it was a strange vibe for sure. Oh, and then you had to, they had everybody dining in um, in time frames. So we were like 5 p.m., which I know is extremely early, but then they had a five and then a seven. So you kind of didn't have much choice. And then you had to leave by 6.30 because they had a new party coming in and they had to clean up. But normally you, they wouldn't do that. Right, so normally felt- you, you try not to linger too long, but they can't really kick you out. I you know. know. I, I wonder if they would have. Them. Well, I mean, they probably would have and, yeah. and said, hey, you know, but what if you just eat slowly? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There there wasn't, um, at the last place that I went um, with a friend, um, not far from here. Again, it was outdoor dining, but I had never been there before. So I was kind of like, where am I? You know, what are we doing? Um, we had a cute little table. It was just the two of us. And it's funny because my my girlfriend who i was hanging out with um she got there before me and so she's sitting at the table wearing her mask and i walk up in mine and i'm like do we have to wear masks on the table and she was like no i just wanted to do it you know before you got here you know and then we can like take the masks off and and feel comfortable between the two of us but every time that the server came up to the table which was several times you know appetizers want something more to drink uh main courses dessert you know my friend would put her mask back on and i was like what what about the server is like upsetting you and she was like well no i'm trying to be nice to her and i was like you know what you're right i did i wasn't even i'm thinking like oh once i sit down i'm golden (laughs) but like it, it was maybe like a little bit you know i wasn't i was being a little obtuse about the fact that the server would probably like us all to wear masks when she's right at our table. Sure. It's like, I, I had the same experience though, where you sort of space out and it's not like you're being obtuse. Really? You're just kind of like, it's not connecting. Like I still, sometimes I'll leave the house without my mask or I, I like, you know, forget it in the car when I'm on, you know, going to the grocery line. And I think it's just like still uh, not a, a, um, as normal as carrying your house keys, you know, it's just something that yeah. you maybe we're not totally used to yet, but yeah, it, it is interesting. There's still like this, we're all learning as we go. So, uh, I mean, Boy, I don't know, who we? knows? Boy, are we? Well, I mean, continuing this uplifting theme, <laughs> um, and this isn't like actually like a, you know, like a downer of a story, but I was just thinking, because I am a person who, you know, I'm not like a rich person, uh, but I do a fair amount of travel for work and fun. And, you know, I have friends all over the world and I like to visit new places. And, you know, so I get on planes pretty regularly until 2020, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking like, wow, there were a lot of trips that I was planning to take for various reasons this year that I just, I mean, they're just not happening and no one's upset that I'm not going on them because the the events aren't even happening. Um, And they span lots of different genres of why I would have taken that trip. A couple of work trips, uh, for example, right now in Berlin, there's an annual technology conference called IFA, like IFA. And, you know, if you've ever been to CES, it's like CES plus. It's big. It's big. 
and you know it's in berlin and it, it just kind of like lots of uh, um not just european companies but uh just less u.s focused stuff that's going mm -hmm. on around the world for different markets and i was gonna go um dtnf D daily tech news show which is the the technology show that i co-host they were we were kind of earlier being like okay well we go to ces every year you know what else should we do i was like honestly like send me to berlin you know, let, let me see some of that stuff. Like mm -hmm. rather than like the same Vegas trope over and over, I'd really like to do that. And we were all kind of into it. Well, Aoife, weirdly, is still sort of happening. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they would get like 200,000 attendees. Mm -hmm. And now they're only letting in like 5,000. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it would probably be really hard for me to get credentials anyway. Like, you know, like, hi, I'm part of a podcast. I, re I really need to be here. But like, that was something that I was like, kind of stoked about. I was like, this is going to be like weird and fun. Super fun. Yeah. But it, you know, it's, it's, it's just not happening. And I, even if, even if I did get a credential, like I am not getting on a plane and flying to Germany. No, I am not I doing wouldn't. it. I will. No, I'm not doing it. And it's not even because like, oh, I think the airlines won't keep me safe. Although I don't know. I mean, but let's just, you know, say for, for argument's sake that that wouldn't be an issue, like recycled air on planes, but just like something happening and me being stuck out there. Oh yeah. And think about how often lately things are happening overnight where, yeah, like you could, you might not get home. Oh gosh. I, that's, that's the main yeah. reason I wouldn't go. Sure. I swear. Yeah. That would like be... some, some sort of like, yeah, like, like, crazy news break uh there's a, you know a different strain of covid you know oh, there's a Sarah. weird tornado that we don't usually have tornadoes in germany but there's just one coming through <laughs> who knows yeah, like oh i can't like like physically enter my country again i have a cousin who um she does she's she's a swiss citizen um and she works for the swiss government um in like war-torn areas she is currently in jordan and has been there for some time and the airport has been closed this entire year <gasps> and she can't leave I didn't and, know this. and in jordan i mean you can't like you could like technically cross into israel and sort of start like inching your way back but that's weird too for you know reasons that i'm sure are obvious to everybody and she's stuck how long has she so she's been there all year oh she's been there for a couple of years she must be freaking out She's been really good, but she's like, you know, she's got a boyfriend and he's, he was deployed to Africa to do, you know, humanitarian stuff somewhere wow. else. So she's kind of like, yeah, I've been doing this whole thing by myself in Jordan. And I like, Boy. very bad Arabic. And, you know, <sighs> I, I couldn't think of years I've enjoyed more than this. And I'm like, man, you got to get out of there. I yeah. I've heard stories of people being stuck in Costa Rica and, you know, like they're, yeah. I mean, the, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are stuck somewhere they don't want to be still. Totally. So, you know, that, um, there were, there was a, there was a trip I was going to take to Spain. A friend of mine was doing some medical stuff and I wanted to hang out with her and kind of, you know, just like, be there for her. And that was obviously um, kind of postponed indefinitely. But then, um, you know, so it was like, I was like, man, I was going to go to Europe a couple times this year and I'm just not, but that's okay. But then the thing, the stuff that like really gets me, because everything else is just sort of like, 
if something's postponed or if it's work related, you'll just work it out. Mm-hmm. But two friends of mine got married and um, they both got married, like literally like in their living rooms by themselves. Really? Like, yeah. With like a registrar, like they were going know. to have a big wedding. Well, they were going to have weddings. Um, one of them is somewhat local to me, so I don't think it would have been that far, uh, you know, in California, but another one was going to be in Ohio. And again, I was like, well, you know, Ohio, <laughs> don't know much about Ohio, but I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, 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 a few months before the, when they were supposed to be married, which was in July, I was like, um, I hate to ask, but are you still like, are we still like flying to Ohio for your wedding? Like, cause I don't know if I can do that. And he was like, Oh no, no, we're not doing that. Like we've completely, we're, we're not, we will have a party at some point and you will definitely come and it'll be great. But that whole thing is completely off the table. But these are two, both of the people who got married are married now to people that I've never met. Mm-hmm. So like good friends where I'm like, I really want to meet your significant yeah. other. And, wow. you know, that's kind of the fun thing about celebrations like that. So, yeah, it was kind of like, I mean, trust me, they were more bummed and more put out than I was. You know, I was just going to be a guest, but just kind of, you know, it's kind of been a weird year. It's like milestones are just like kind of ruined. It's funny. This is a perfect segue into what I was going to talk about. And that is social interaction during a pandemic. I, I was thinking a lot about one of our patrons uh, last week mentioned like how it's probably easier for introverts right now, which I just was thinking about, you know, how this long-term kind of stay at home, everything virtual, how it's going to change our social habits once we get released back out in the world. You know, I'm sure that our brains are kind of getting rewired a little bit because we just adapt to new ways of living. And we've been doing this for almost a year. Well, okay, let's say, yeah, I would say almost a year. And so over time, I mean, you are going to kind of evolve because that's what we're really good at. Um, You know, I wonder, I'm like, okay, so once everything goes back to normal, are people, you know, obviously for a lot of people to just be like riding a bike, like, you know, go back and start doing the same things. But I don't know. I kind of think like life is sort of forever changed for a while uh, for everybody. And maybe a lot of us have gotten so comfortable and kind of love being home and never really realized how much they love being home and don't even really want to deal with the rigmarole of going to parties and events and waiting in lines and dealing with people and, and you know, will we be more awkward and rusty when we engage in spontaneous conversation? Like these are just all these questions that I have for you, Sarah. So first of all, what do you miss most about our former life? Our former life being, you know, go where you want, be able to enter any establishment you want type thing. Our former social life. There are a couple things to that. So when I moved to where I live now, which is in Sonoma County, Nor- NorCal, you know, Redwoods kind of stuff, I, you know, it was somewhat on a lark. I wanted to be closer to my mom for sure. And I had some friends who were close enough. And I, 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 you know, I kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit of a homebody. And in LA, I felt like I was sort of like in this very, very vibrant place. And I wasn't taking great advantage of it. Yeah. I'm kind of a creature of habit. You know, I like my routines and they don't always, you know, they're not, you know, <laughs> it's not very wide berth. And that, and, but then when I did move here, I didn't realize that then 
the pandemic was going to make it like impossible to see anybody for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I didn't think I was going to, and I don't think I would have really met, like I, I moved here purposely. I was like, you know, this is an experiment. I might just be like, Hey, I need the city life and I'll go back. There are lots of cities I could move to, sure. you know, like it's a big world, but I didn't, think that I was going to, it was going to be as dramatic as it's been. And yeah. nobody thought that, you know, wherever you live and, you know, whatever your life was like before. I mean, everyone's been like so dramatically affected. So I think what I miss the most is honestly, like, I love, I mentioned my, you know, night walk the other night on my flip-flops. I am, I wouldn't call myself a night owl, but I like to like observe just, people. I like to observe. I like weird people watching. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> you know, I don't mind being around a little riffraff. I just like, I just like to sort of like observe. Mm-hmm. And in LA, uh, Otis and I, um, or just me sometimes, you know, would kind of just stroll around and wouldn't have to be like super late at night, but just, just always seeing people around and sometimes kind of having to like deal with like other people's energy, which is mostly good, but sometimes not that good, Mm -hmm. you know, and the food trucks and the, you know, it's green light. Okay. Now we're crossing, you know, and, oh, there's people at the lake doing their, you know, with with their little swan boats and just a lot of activity Yeah, here. It is serenity. And that's really nice. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And I think that I've uh, slowed down a lot in certain ways in a good way because of that. But I, I do just miss like being like, all right, we're going to go on a walk and who knows who we'll see today. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a big part of this is like we don't have a lot of instances where we're meeting strangers or meeting new people. I mean, I've surprisingly met more people up here than I thought I would. Just I've been going to this yoga class and met some girls and and whatever. But my other question is, do you feel lonely and isolated and socially stunted kind of? Or are you happy to be home kind of not dealing with people and just kind of doing your thing? Well, so I do the, you know, a hundred percent of my work right now is all remote and mm-hmm. I'm doing it from the desk. I'm sitting at right here, um, which is, you know, in a studio that I've, I've built out in the garage where I live. So I don't feel like, I feel like I'm really used to, seeing people online and talking to people online and that's kind of what i do it it doesn't it doesn't mean like oh social life only is online and i don't you know want to see people irl i definitely do but i think other people from what i've heard uh because i've had a lot of friends be like i'm super depressed yeah you know or anxious i'm worried and i felt all of those things also but i don't think as much as other people because i'm like I mean, my work, at least, you know, because if I didn't have work, I'd be like, well, I'd run out of money. It would be a huge problem. My work is based on not actually being with another human in the same room the entire day. Yeah. So I do feel lucky in that respect. Very lucky. And I I mean, I feel sort of similar. I mean, I, I feel like I have a pretty active social life and in some ways, maybe even more so than the last, you know, five or six months in Los Angeles. Cause it was always, you know, it got to be hard to get together with people. You know, you'd be like, Hey, I've got happy hour with so-and-so, you know, on Thursday night, but then you're like, ah, but I got to get, I got to get in an Uber and it's an hour drive. And there was all the logistics that came with like trying to physically get with people that frankly, I don't miss. 
Um, I, of course, like miss seeing people in person, but I've had so many visitors, uh, friends of mine that I feel fulfilled and I, I think more people will be coming up here, you know, and I know that if, if I went a long period of time with no visitors, but the funny thing that I'm really noticing is like, I, I definitely think I'm a social creature. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm an ambervert. So I, I recharge as an introvert, like being alone, but I definitely am a social creature and I have a lot of friends and people I talk to on the reg. Um, and I'm noticing it's been so funny. Like I feel like I'm constantly juggling, like scheduling phone dates and FaceTimes and, and just all of that, like with my friends, my family, my uncles, my nieces, my nephews, my just so many people that I'm like, I haven't caught up with that person in a month. Oh, I better reach out, you know, see how they're doing. And well, I've yeah. never and had this many that, like, phone calls before. And it's people that, I mean, you wouldn't always like have no. to sit down with every single person, but some of them you would have. Yeah. So now it's like, well, it's all kind of remote, you yep. know, phone or Zoom or whatever it is. And some of them I'm almost like closer to because of it, because they, we, we have fun kind of like FaceTime-y type conversations, but others are like not phone people. And they're actually not text people. And so they, I feel like I, I worry about drifting from certain people because yeah. I saw them at least once a month for dinner in person, um, or we went for a hike or we did something. Um, I do miss like more social variety. I think, you know, I, I think, um, I, I definitely miss like getting dolled up and going to a party or going to a dinner with a bunch of people and kind of laughing and hobnobbing and, and, you know, I, but there is a certain pressure that's off. Like our lives are, are simpler. And, you know, my, my sister's a teacher, so she's been doing, she's a high school teacher. So she's been doing distance learning. And at first mm. she was like pretty stoked because she was, you know, commuting from Santa Cruz to San Jose, which is a really long commute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know that drive, it's precarious. It's very precarious. It's a very windy highway through the Santa Cruz mountains, but you know, she's not super tech savvy and this whole distance learning thing, I, I swear it's like a new job. It's like, she's basically training for a new job and there's like a huge learning curve. And for her, yeah. she's really not a virtual person. Like she, she's always fought technology. Um, and it's been really hard for her. So, you know, everybody's got stories and I'm sure you all, uh, have them too. So we'd love to hear from you. Hi, at have such a good day.com. What's going on in your world? How are you enjoying the virtual thing? What do you miss most about our lives pre-COVID? Yeah. Please let us know. Let us know. You know, just on that note, before we uh, move on, I was uh, driving back from, uh, I guess it was the dog park this morning. Like, where was I even this morning? Yeah, it was the dog park. And, um, you know, I, I got my NPR morning edition going. And they occasionally will have somebody, like, it's not one of their reporters, you know, who, like, has like a like a little essay where they're like we mm -hmm. want to hear from you and we're going to hear from so and so today and that person has obviously mm -hmm. been vetted to you know say something that is smart and today it was a high school girl who uh, was like she and you could tell she was reading but she did it really well and she was like i have like like learning disabilities i have adhd mm -hmm. i have like you know, like a test takes me like three hours when it takes everyone else one hour. You know, if there's a clock ticking, like I can't handle it where I was like, maybe I have ADHD, but, um, <laughs> you know, but, but I've, you know, I've overcome this with like therapy and some medication. And there were all sorts of things that got me to the point where I was like, 
okay, I'm a little different, but I'm okay. You know, I'm smart. Mm -hmm. I'm just okay. And then she's like, and as soon as that all got figured out, which was like years in the making of like frustration and like isolation, now COVID. And she's like, I can't learn like this. You know, like there's so much pressure on me to either have somebody like with their hand on my shoulder, like making sure I do everything every second, like who has a household like that? Or she just has to like try to work it out. And she's like super distracted. Like, you know, like the classroom atmosphere for a lot of kids is, you know, like it or not, like that's like familiar and like home. Oh yeah. You know? And I thought I was like, that is what a thing to be going through. You know, people are having serious, serious issues for sure. I mean, yeah, learning and people are totally going to miss, miss a lot of like, they're going to miss out on a lot of knowledge. Uh, because and of this, it's going to be really tough. Yeah, and like, what are grades going to look like? And our college is going to be I like, oh, you're, you're not coming to our college. Like, you have terrible grades. And it's like, well, I had a really bad year because I had to work out of the kitchen of my mom's house, you know, kind of thing. Exactly. And like, ha- the colleges are going to take less uh, students, too. Well, isn't this, you know, uplifting? Yeah, I mean, the thing I think that um, the uplifting part is and I sort of meant meant to end on a higher note is no matter what we're all going through, there will be a silver lining, like as we talked about episodes back, but there's, I'm sure there's something in everybody's life that something, maybe this, this distance learning thing is going to be really hard for a kid, but maybe out of it, they're going to find what they love. And, you know, there's something that will come out that will be good and positive out of this. I know it, whether it's small or very big and life-changing, but um, speaking about life-changing, Patreon is where we live. Life changing for us, I'll tell you. Life changing. <laughs> you can find us uh, and all of our little, our past episodes and little bits and bobs at patreon.com slash have such a good day. Indeed. And and um, for anybody who's like, what's Patreon? How do we do that? What's going on? We have, we offer two versions of our audio show. Um, we have a free version, which you can listen to you can subscribe on any podcast uh app of your choice um including youtube i mean there's no video but you know you can do that if that's how you like to subscribe to things uh it doesn't cost you a dime but it's been a long week heather and it's only wednesday we are able to let the community contribute to our effort and so you get a completely ad-free version of the show and you, you know, have our undying uh, gratitude. <laughs> and you're kind of part of something that we'd like to grow and make bigger in the future. So check it out. If you haven't been there, you can you can see a little bit of what we're going for and what some of our tiers are and how you might be a member and get some cool perks in the meantime. Yeah, and let, it, let us know uh, what you think and leave us a comment. There's comment uh, options on every post that we make. We'd love to hear from you and want to uh, shout out a couple new subscribers. Jess Galloway. Woo-hoo. John Belcastro. And I think Jan Leveren. Leveren? Leveren, I would say. On the E. So I'm thinking Jan, but maybe Jan? Might be Jan. Anyway. Might be Jan. Let us know. Um, what- yeah, thanks. We're happy to have you. Join the club. Yay. And Allison Park, she is a longtime listener, longtime friend. It's always so good to hear from her. I really enjoy Former co-worker of 
Heather and mine and, and, and many of our mutual friends. Hi, Allie. Awesome producer, super creative chick. Um, she's her and I have lots of like chats on Instagram. Um, she likes listening to the show because she can, um, really commiserate with us, but, um, referring to leaving a big city and staying creative. We talked about this in the last episode, episode 64 and trying to stay creative in the country. And she says, I love when you and Sarah discuss these things. I wanted to hear more about personal creativity in city versus country. I've always been so worried about leaving the stimulus of the city, the creativity, the humanity, the randomness guy. I love it. But I'm finding the lack of all that stimulus really lovely right now. Like my head feels clearer and I'm more motivated to make shit. I'm loving this new life experiment. If only I can get some good sushi. So <laughs> I think Sarah and I can relate to that on so many levels. And we'll definitely be talking more about this stuff unless you guys protest, because obviously this is what a lot of us are going through. Um, but uh, I don't know if yeah. you have anything to say about that, Sarah. Well, um, Allison, I... I I love the fact that you're like, I miss the city, but I'm getting something out of being in this, you know, rural atmosphere. And I don't know, you're probably getting a lot of oxygen mm -hmm. and, you know, just, you just like looking at trees and stuff. When I, when I first moved to where I live now, I was like, I missed so many things again. Like I just missed like the pulse. Yeah. There's, there's no pulse where I live. Mm -hmm. There's no pulse. I can go to a pulse. I can, I can drive there, but I can't, that's not what's around me. But I, I kind of, once I unwound from that a little bit, I was like, oh, I don't actually need a pulse around me. And maybe it was like, not always the best thing for me, mm -hmm. you know? Cause it like, it kind of, there's this energy where sometimes it, I think you like, don't know what to do with yourself Yeah. where you're like, if I'm not experiencing the energy, like. Mm, I got to like find the energy, you know, like I got to be part of that energy. And now I'm sort of like, oh, it's Friday night. Cool. Bye. Going to bed. Yeah, I know that that's the thing about living in LA. I felt like that living in LA and New York specifically, because there was always something going on at any time of the day, night. And I really started to feel bad when I started to kind of not go out as much as I did. Like I'm really missing out. I'm living in this city. I should be out and it, and it gave me anxiety because I was like, oh man, I gotta I gotta go to that museum exhibit before it runs out. I've got to go to this show. Like I have to experience what why I'm living here. And you almost felt like guilty if you didn't. So, you know, yeah, yeah it's that pressure's off, which is kind of nice. And anyway, we can go on and on and on and on. We can, but uh, Allison, I I hear I hear your cry about sushi. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Sushi, man. Or food variety is is like yeah. just in these smaller towns, you don't have as much, you, as many options. That's right. Yeah. I'm actually lucky. Like I, I can get good sushi nearby. Um, I've got a Me great too. ramen place. Um, you know, uh, oh, wonderful falafel place. I mean, I'm, I'm good to go, but it's, again, it's not totally the same. Like I'm getting in my car, you know, <laughs> and being like, okay, I'm going to go get some sushi now rather than sort of like, you know, falling out of the house and being like, oh, look, how spontaneous of us. Yeah. Some of those neighborhoods in Los Angeles, you could walk to like any cuisine, especially Echo Park, East LA. Like you could walk to like, you could get any cuisine you wanted. Mexican is all at your fingertips. Thai, you know, sushi, um, mm. 
I mean, mm. we have good sushi up here because we're right by the ocean, but there's a lot of other stuff lacking. Like I haven't quite found. I mean, I'm, I was so spoiled with like Los Angeles taco options. Um, good thing I make some good tacos. So <laughs> I have to kind of live with that for now. But on that note. Well, I'm glad. Um, I look forward to, first of all, you coming and visiting me and finally seeing what my house looks like, you know. Definitely. Um, but also I will visit you and we will make tacos. Um, I would love that. And we'll play badminton. Yeah. It'll be so fun. as well. Yes. Well, it's been a while. You have to remind me how it works, but I think I'll probably figure it out. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Have such a good day. Episode 65 is coming to close. Uh, but we'll be back next week uh, with lots more to talk about this weird but wonderful world we live in. Exactly. We'll miss you until then um, and stay safe and have such a good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.